0: Two seasons from now, the Minnesota Wild will open up some cap flexibility as the Zach Parisi-Ryan Suter cap hits will drop to under $1 million a million dollars apiece, freeing up somewhere around $14 million to play with. And what is something a lot of people do the moment the money hits their account? They spend it, which is what we're going to do today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you as always for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. If you are a first time listener to Locked On Wild, We're glad to have you on board. Make sure you take the time to subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we take a look ahead at potential 2025-2026 free agents, such as Miko Rantanen, Mitch Marner and Leon Draisaitl who could provide a big impact and a big splash for the Wild once they are able to spend the 14-ish million dollars currently tied up to Zach Parise and Ryan Suter and we'll look at the pros and cons of going that route once the money becomes available. My name is Seth Topall, your daily Minnesota Wild insider and we have been talking a lot about the course of action for the Wild over the next couple of seasons as they move towards freeing up 14 million dollars in cap space, thanks to the Parisian suitor contracts going down to strictly the buyouts uh, at $833,000 per. But we haven't really talked a lot about what to do When that money becomes available, because let's just look at what the picture is going to look like for this wild team. Once we get to that point, the wild will have four forwards on the books in 2025, 2026. That'll be Kirill Kaprizov entering the final year of his current deal. Matt Boldy locked in through 2028, 2029. Jewel Erickson X, same story, locked in through that season as well. Freddie Goudreau also locked in through 2027-2028. All told, it amounts to $23.35 million in obligations for the salary cap for 2025-2026. On the defensive side, you have Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen who are locked in. Spurgeon through 2026-2027 and Brodeen through 2027 2028 that's another 13.575 million dollars in salary cap obligations beyond that that's it and so you are sitting right now at a 37 ish million dollars uh in terms of obligations you add in Parisi and Suter so you're right around 38 million in terms of cap obligations as it stands right now. Now, obviously, there will be some resolution for, say, Philip Gustafson that could potentially go through that season. You've got Jesper Volstead as well. You've got a bunch of the young kids that are going to be available. They're going to be part of the equation at that point. And so it's not like you're going to have somewhere in the $40 million range to throw at any problem you have, but you're going to have some money to spend. And it is safe to say that you're going to have in that $14 million range. And as we've seen over the last couple of seasons, it it is going to be something that will help this team being able to go and get an impact type player um, one or two at that current price point. And so there are a couple of ways to go about it. The biggest, of course, is, is looking at the names that are going to be on the free agent market that offseason, because, again, the big fish is going to be Kirill Kaprizov. And at his current cap hit of $9 million per season, it seems pretty logical that if he signs an extension here beyond this deal that he's going to get a little bit more of a bump and go into a double digit type player uh, in terms of AAV somewhere around 10 11 11 and a half somewhere in that range it, it seems pretty safe to suggest that he gets that type of a raise and so factor that into some of the money that is going to be available the possibility as well that your decor looks completely different and also does not contain one of Jared Spurgeon or Jonas Brodeen. There are a lot of different possibilities for how things play out. And there are some really intriguing names on the free agent class. If the Wild want to go try to swing big for somebody. To plop on that top line because we know between now and then, Matt Zuccarello will be gone. It seems pretty likely that Ryan Hartman will be gone uh, at some point as well. He, in fact, is a, an unrestricted free agent after the 2023 2024 season. So, unless he's signed to a moderate extension, it seems likely that there will be a couple of spots on that top line to fill. Now if Matt Boldy ascends into one of them, that's one thing. But why not take a look at some of the potential options that the Wilds could look at to uh put opposite of Kirill Kaprizov and keep him happy, keep him wanting to stay beyond his current deal. Now, I'm going to go with the biggest one first because there is a good possibility that he does not leave uh, the Colorado avalanche where he is currently playing. But what if he does, what if he opts for greener pastures um, to sign with another team and, and see what he can do in a different situation. So we're going to start our deep dive into some uh, big prominent names on the free agent market in 2025-2026 with Miko Rantanen as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet $20 and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. Minnesota Twins fans, if you took the over on the Twins last night against Seattle, you are waking up very happy because the Twins throttled Seattle. And Alex Kiriloff continued his very impressive stretch with uh, another home run against the Mariners. So if you picked him up as well, you're probably sitting pretty this morning. It's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, we will take a look at uh, our continued series, Locked on Wild, Ranksum as we look at the top centers in Minnesota Wild history. So look for that later today as we give you a double episode Wednesday here on Locked on Wild. So, Miko Rantanen, is set to be a free agent before the 2025-2026 season and is coming off of a 55-goal, 105-point explosion with the Colorado Avalanche this past season. Now, Rantanen is from Finland. He is currently 26, so he'll be 28 by the time his current deal expires. And you look at what he has done as a member of the Avalanche over the last few seasons, last year in 75 games, he had 36 goals, 56 assists for 92 total points. Um, So a couple of really solid seasons and in 52 games with the Avs in 2020, 2021, he had 30 goals, 36 assists for 66 points in those 52 games. Now, it's not just that his postseason numbers are pretty darn good as well as uh, he has played over 10 games with the exception of this past season in which the Avs were ousted in round one. He's played over 10 postseason games in the last in four out of the last five years. Two years ago in the run all the way to winning the Stanley Cup, he had five goals and 20 assists in 20 playoff games five goals in 10 playoff games the season before that, seven goals in 15 playoff games the season before that. And then 2018, 2019, he had six goals in 12 playoff games as well. So 30 career playoff goals in 70 career playoff games and 87 points in those 70 games. So he is a playoff performer, noted playoff performer uh, throughout the course of his career, is a prolific goal scorer, and could you imagine being able to slot Miko Rantanen opposite of Karel Kaprizov? Now, it's going to cost you a pretty penny to do it, but we're going to be needing to fill that spot anyway, unless somebody within the prospect ranks elevates through, rises to the occasion, and prompts being put in that spot, or Matt Boldy continues his ascension to be put on the top line. And I know a lot of people listening to this are probably a little gun shy to dive right back in to a long term commitment with a free agent. And the odds of him even leaving Colorado are probably lower. But let's keep this in mind, too. The wild will be in a bit of a different spot coming out of these next couple of seasons than they were at the time in which Parisi and Suter signed. They're not going to be signing them to 13-year contracts. Honestly, for Randon, if he is 28, I probably would cap it about a five-year deal, maybe six. And so you're looking at the possibility that another team is going to hop in and offer more but you're not putting yourself in a situation where you sign a 28-year-old player who is is in the prime of his career to a 12-year deal and they give you, you know, four good seasons and then start to tail off and you just absolutely have buyers remorse a third of the way through that deal. You go with a 5 or a 6-year deal and you get out As the production starts to slip and look as well as at the fact that you would be putting Ranton in a situation where he's still playing with a superstar in Kirill Kaprizov. And so those two are just going to feed off of each other to the point that um, I, I think they're both going to help keep elevated production with the two of them throughout the length of the deal. And that's just one of the names of possibilities that are free agents uh, on this list. So Rantanen, I think, would be the definition of a big splash. And I know in looking at the number of games that he's played over the last few seasons, so 2018, 2019, 74 games, Out of 82, you throw in the two shortened seasons in 2019, 2020, and then 2020, 2021, still very, very productive in both of those 75 out of 82 games in 2021, 2022, and then the full 82 this past season with those 55 goals. And so you're talking about a guy who is a bona fide top line option. And would fit perfectly opposite of Kirill on that top line. The question becomes, you know, does he leave Colorado? Are you able to are you able to get him to sign and kind of in tandem get Carrill to re up as well? I'd be shocked if this were to happen if Kaprizov didn't get pretty amped up about that to the point that he looked to stay after uh, his current deal is done. But there is a lot of maneuvering that would need to happen in order to make that work. But that's why these next two years are so important is figuring out which of your prospects are going to legitimately pan out and which are not so that, you know, Hey, we don't have somebody that is top line capable on this roster, well, let's go get Miko Rantanen. Just plug that hole and um, and live to fight another day. Now, Rantanen is a wing, so that plays into as well the maybe it makes more sense for the top line to go get that bona fide top line center. Well, there are a couple of those guys that could potentially be free agents as well. And so we will discuss the possibility of a name like Mitch Marner or Leon Dreisaitl getting to free agency as we continue to look at big fish on the 2025, 2026 free agent market. That's on the way after this, you're on Lockdown Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, we will... Take a look at the top centers in Minnesota Wild. History for our ranksome episode uh, later today. Two episode Wednesday for you here uh, on Lockdown Wild. So make sure you check out both episodes uh, as they are released throughout the day. So Miko Randon, I think is the biggest prize on the uh, potential free agent crop. But another name that is intriguing because of the rumblings out of Toronto is Mitch Marner. Now, when Kyle Dubas left Toronto, there was talk that whoever came in to replace him would look to jettison some parts. And it hasn't happened as of yet, but there are rumblings that the Maple Leafs could look to keep a guy like William Nylander as opposed to training him. And that Mitch Marner could be the one on the outs. And if you look at Marner's production, more of a right wing, but he still had 30 goals, 99 points in 80 games for the Leafs this past season. He's had back-to-back 30-goal seasons. He had 35 goals as a 24-year-old and 97 points. So he is a player who is really starting to put things together. Um, after being more of a mid twenties in terms of goals um, since he came back, came into the league as a 19 year old, but now starting to kind of take that next step uh, an all-star over the, uh, the last couple of seasons as well. And so if he does not want to stay in Toronto, Marner could be another option that uh, that would fit for the wild in their top six, but Here's the thing about this that is kind of worrisome. Whereas Miko Rantanen, uh, this may not be as much of an issue for him, although uh, both in similar situations. But Marner, you know, he's looking for that massive payday once his current deal is done through his age 25 season, and rightfully so, because. He has been in the league since he was 19. He has shown the uh, capability to be a 30 goal, 100 point scorer. And so he's going to want to cash in wherever he ends up landing. And that's a situation as well where do the Wild want to commit to a guy who is a really, really good player, um, a top line option? But um, th- there was just a lot of. Interesting things that happened for that Toronto team over the uh, past couple of seasons. Their postseason failings, obviously very notable, and Marner has been on the quieter side with the exception of this past postseason in which he netted 14 points, three goals, 11 assists in 11 games. He has just seven other playoff goals in his uh seven seasons. So a guy who has 10 career playoff goals in 50 games, that's that's maybe a little worrisome um because you're gonna look to him to be one of those top options uh to help out in the postseason once you get there. So that is maybe an indicator that it might be better to just let somebody else uh, pony up for Mitch Marner's services and um, try to go find another option. And this is another big swing, but looking at how the situation is played out in Edmonton, there will probably be a time at which Leon Dreisaitl says it's time to move on. And how big of a get would Dry side will be coming off of two 50 plus goal seasons? He had 128 points this past year. He had 18 points in the postseason, including 13 goals after a 32 point performance two seasons ago in 16 postseason games. So he is a decorated postseason performer, 31 goals in 49 playoff games. He's got 77 points in those 49 playoff games. And so you can see kind of what I'm getting at here is that if you're bringing somebody in to try to get you to that spot that you want to get to, which is the top of the mountain, the uh, the Stanley Cup Championship, hoisting the Stanley Cup, might be good to go after more options that are decorated postseason performers, such as Leon Dreisaitl. And you look at it even more, 2018, 2019, he had 50 goals. He then went 43 goals. He had 31 in the 56 game season in 2020, 2021, and then 55 and 52. So a guy who has just scored a ton of goals and has benefited from having Connor McDavid as one of his teammates. You slot him in on that top line with Kirill Kaprizov and that would be frightening for teams that were going up against the wild uh, if that were the if that were the route that they went. Now, obviously, again, it depends entirely on what Drycidadal wants to do. The other part of this that bears watching, he's twenty seven right now, so he'll be twenty nine when his current deal expires. And so, do you have any concerns about a guy who is just on the edge of hitting 30? Do you have any reservations about giving him like a five-year deal to come to Minnesota to be your one seat? That, um, that may be a little more that may cause a little bit more hesitation because he has taken a beating over the uh, the last few seasons. Especially this last postseason. So you, you worry about potential lingering effects from that. But all in all, the, the point that I wanted to get to here with this episode is that, you know, again, it's it's the one two punch that you want from this franchise is figuring out all the positions that you have answers for in your farm system and the spots that you don't have answers for so you can go get those guys because those 3 that we mentioned there are other options that are out on the free agent market that you could look at as well to try to plug particular spots but again this has been kind of a common refrain for this team over their existence is these more stopgap measures to try to plug spots with a band aid as opposed to taking the time to actually really dig in and uh, and fill spots that need legitimate answers and uh, legitimate replacements for in the top six of this lineup, so it's going to be fascinating. If it were me, the money would be spent like tomorrow. So thankfully, it isn't. But um, it, it is going to be nice to have that money available. Let's just hope that Bill Guerin is a little more responsible with it than Chuck Fletcher was. And the funny thing, too, is we can't even really you can't even really get as mad at Chuck Fletcher for those two contracts as you can at the NHL for after the fact instituting just making rules up as they go that created those cap recapture penalties should the players retire after their deal or before their deal is up? That wasn't in place when Fletcher got those two to sign. So, you know, a 13 year deal is probably a little rich, but at the end of the day, do you think Fletcher signs those two guys to that same length of contract? If those recapture penalties existed before the deal was done? No, no chance. So, At the end of the day, we just continue to say thanks, Gary Bettman, for uh, for your continued efforts to uh, help this franchise um, maneuver through this uh, this current predicament. But interesting to take a peek ahead as to some of the names. Now, one name that I will mention, but file this away as I would be shocked if it were to happen. Sidney Crosby will be a free agent come 2025, 2026. And so that Pittsburgh connection, that Pittsburgh connection is there. But uh, again, if it's me, I, uh, I throw the bag at Rantanen. and go, uh, go get a guy that you can plug in on your top line and just have fun with Capri's off and prosper. But uh, we'll see how things play out. We'll continue to monitor the uh, big a topic, which of course is Philip Gustafson and his potential extension. Uh, we'll uh, keep you up to date on that. When news breaks, we, of course, will have it for you. But that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that you are finished listening, make sure you take the time to subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new content throughout the course of the week. We have new episodes all week long as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.